At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Good morning, folks. Welcome in. Last week of the NFL regular season is here. We are presented by BetMGM on Live Bet Sunday, and we've got quite the Sunday for you. I'll be with you for the next two hours. Got a great set of guests to join us throughout the uh, morning slate of games. A lot on the line. So let's get to it and start every single show the exact same way. Go through the games, closing numbers, line moves, and, of course, we'll add what's at stake for each and every single one of these teams. We'll start at the top of the rotation. New York Jets taking on the Miami Dolphins. This one's going to close in favor of Miami. Core on multiple spots, but we'll go with bet MGM numbers because we're presented by MGM. Three and a half is the closing number in favor of Miami. Total of 37. Simple picture here for the Miami Dolphins. You clinch the number seven seed with a win and a New England loss. Patriots, of course, to get to momentarily, are taking on the Buffalo Bills. Cleveland on the road against Pittsburgh, another team in the running for the number seven seed in the AFC that needs things in front of them to happen. But first things first for Pittsburgh. Looks like they're going to close as about a two and a half point favorite here with a total of 40. They need to win. They also need New England to lose and Miami to lose. So the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers on the outside very much looking in with two other results needed outside of their own victory in front of them. Houston and Indianapolis, uh, nothing really on the line here, although this should be two teams that are looking to lose this game. I frankly would refuse to take the field or maybe refuse to play an offensive line. Whatever it is, how about you just start all skill position players along the offensive line? You should want to lose this game if you're either one of these teams. Colts, though, the popular side, also survivor pick. We'll get to that momentarily, too. 
Colts three-point favorite with a total of 37.5. Shaded to the underdog side at minus 120 here. But simple thought process, a uh, Colts team that is foolish enough to think that winning this game would do something in terms of pride and maybe a little bit more, but you want to lock up the best draft pick possible for Jim Harbaugh to build around. That's right, saying it right now. Um, I have no idea if that's actually going to happen. We can only pray. Tampa Bay on the road against Atlanta. Uh, So this is one where I am involved with. Right now, we're looking at the Atlanta Falcons upwards of a six-point favorite now with a total of 40 in this contest. Um, What you're looking at here and what we're potentially going to see, uh, now we're finally starting to get an idea of what's going to happen. Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have ruled out a couple of key players, Carlton Davis, Vita Vea, Donovan Smith, um, a bunch of other ones. Wide receiver Julio Jones, of course, and not really an impactful player. Uh, but if you're looking at it from that perspective, quite a few skill guys and dudes who are pretty important for this team on the periphery are not going to play. Having said that, it does look like we're going to get some key guys out there on the field for this first quarter, first half. I bet the Buccaneers' first half money line, so we'll see if the Bucs uh, can maybe bring some good vibes into halftime and then get out of here. But the market all over the Atlanta Falcons in a game in which the Buccaneers have nothing to play for. They're locked into the number four seed as they have clinched the NFC South. Carolina and New Orleans, a matchup of two teams that really got nothing going on here. New Orleans is going to close as a three-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 41-and-a-half. Buffalo taking on the New England Patriots now. Buffalo does have something to play for here, folks. It doesn't seem like much, uh, but it is relatively important. While they're locked into the two seed, they can uh, win and guarantee a neutral site AFC championship game against Kansas City. So if they want to avoid going to Arrowhead in a potential AFC title game matchup, they would need a win here. So Buffalo does have something to play for. Patriots, of course, are the one that control their destiny, win, and they are in. And uh, looks like uh, Naheem Hines for the Buffalo Bills, former Indianapolis Colt, is off with the opening kickoff into the, t- into the end zone, and it is a touchdown. So a great start in an emotionally charged environment for the Buffalo Bills uh, in this matchup against New England. And again, Patriots win, and they are in. So they control their own destiny when it comes to the number seven seed in the AFC. Baltimore-Cincinnati, same uh, similar situation here. Cincinnati, 11-point favorite with a total of 39.5. Baltimore resting everybody, uh, essentially, for Cincinnati. Win, and you avoid the coin flip that would decide home field in your potential wild card matchup with the Baltimore Ravens, if that is going to be the case. Seems like the Ravens are perfectly fine with the scenario that is placed in front of them. And last but not least, uh, the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears. Uh, right now, the outside look, I mean, you have an outside shot if you want. Minnesota can clinch the number two seed with a win and a San Francisco loss. And uh, also, I said last but not least, this is the last one. Uh, New York Jets on the road against the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins clinch the number seven seed with a win and a New England loss. Right now on the screen, we've got Miami sitting at, uh, let's see, a 4.3.5 point with a total of 37. So, uh, we are underway. As far as what I've got, I mentioned that uh, first off, this uh, first half money line price on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, again, kind of playing on the thought that Tom Brady, who is out there on the field now, um, I do think the Buccaneers have something to play for. This is part of the reason why I played them in the first half. Um, their offense has sucked. Like, <laughs> plainly put, their offense has been awful, but you're starting to see it finally come together a little bit here and figured that you play the first half, get some continuity, and work on some things as you head into a home playoff game with whoever your opponent is going to be. So we'll see how long the Buccaneers play those starters for, uh, but getting a, a plus price on the money line in the first half for a team that you know is, uh, in any other situation, had they something to play for here, would be favored in this game, thought was uh, beneficial. So we'll see if the uh, Buccaneers can get that done or if they're just going to come in, hand it off a bunch of times, and get out. So with that, let's update because we do have a score now uh, in one of these contests. 
as the uh, Buffalo Bills have an early 7-0 lead over the New England Patriots. Live line over at BetMGM. Bills already up to a 14.5-point favorite with a total of 50.5. So it does speak to what do we talk about all the time when it comes to these live betting games and scenarios, which is opening drive touchdowns or a little bit of like weirdness, tomfoolery, if you will, when it comes to the sum of the scores early. A kickoff return for a touchdown uh, would fall under that category. So if you are somebody who either backed New England or were looking to back New England, whatever it was, well, you're getting plus 14.5 with really neither team touching the ball offensively. And obviously, Naheem Hines and the uh, Buffalo Bills did get the ball. But that is something, again, an angle that I think you're consistently looking for when it comes to these games, early starts, and uh, angles to play on or against when it comes to live betting scenarios. Uh, Other news, let's go to the Tank Bowl as we are in the red zone now for the Houston Texans. This is what we want. This is great. Yes. Cheering for... Now, again, uh, we have we have a uh, entrant who is alive in the Circus Survivor. They do have the Indianapolis Colts. You don't want to root against anybody's financial success. But having said that, uh, as a Colts fan, I would love for 400 yards and seven touchdowns from Davis Mills today uh, as the Indianapolis Colts cement their status as a, a top-five selection, maybe even better, uh, in the National Football League draft coming up this uh this spring? I guess it's the spring, right? Whatever it is. Uh, in-game number here, Texans now favored. One and a half with a total uh, that is off the board currently. I've got on my screen total of 39 and a half. So, again, we talk about these situations all the time. Uh, line move changes or lines change when it comes to field position and whatnot. And it is a pretty good thing. Like, if you believe that the Colts are going to be successful defensively in this drive, would behoove you to maybe take a small plus price on Indianapolis because that is surely going to uh, flip back to Indy minus uh, whatever we'll call it, like one and a half uh, will be the guess here if they end up holding Houston out of the end zone. Uh, I want to go really quickly. So we have the afternoon games, obviously, that are set up too, and there are things that are at stake, so as we're waiting for more action to transpire. Let's go to some of these later games and set up what we're looking at for a couple of these. Really, it's the NFC East that is the most fascinating scenario Uh, that we have coming up a little bit later today, as well as one game out on the West Coast that uh, I do have some action on as well. But Dallas on the road against Washington. We'll set up the picture here. Uh, Dallas right now on the market, we're looking at as a seven-point favorite, shaded to the favorite side with a total of 40.5. Cowboys, of course, can actually still clinch the number one seed in the NFC. All they need is a win plus an Eagles loss, their 14-point favorites over the New York Giants, and a San Francisco 49ers loss, two very unlikely scenarios. Uh, But still, that is at stake for the Dallas Cowboys. They can also clinch the NFC East with a win and a Philadelphia loss too. So plenty at stake for Dallas. Again, they need things to happen in front of them, but alive for both of those scenarios uh, if that is going to be the case. By the way, Mac Jones goes down on the third and eight. It's going to be at a fourth and 13 or so. Bills are about to get the ball back. Ties into the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of different scenarios here for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, They clinched the number one seed with the win. That is the most simple outcome for them. They also clinched the number one seed with a Dallas loss and a San Francisco loss. So, again, not necessarily needing to win, but the most simple path. Clinched the NFC East with a win and also clinched the NFC East with a loss. So, again, a lot out there in terms of the results for Philadelphia and what it could mean for their season at the end uh, of it. But right now, Philly a 16.5-point favorite with a total of 42. And as we know, the New York Giants not playing anybody. Key first down, by the way, for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Their opening drive is working out so far so good. Uh, They are inside the red zone of the Atlanta Falcons. So uh, marching downfield, something that I am personally hoping is going to be successful here with somebody who's got this first half money line ticket on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, boy, Tom Brady. I'm just kidding. It wasn't really a big hit, but still. I I am curious if it's only going to be a first quarter or a first half. It was kind of a gamble to go with the whole first half for the Buccaneers, but I do think the motivation of working out some of the kinks 
consistently with your offense, um, I think that does give you hope, if you're somebody like me, that this Buccaneer squad is going to be um, playing these guys throughout the entire first half. And while we're on this subject, too, they have a second down coming up right now. I will say Minnesota's in the end zone, tune up 6 nothing. We'll give you a, an in-game update on what that looks like. You'll notice a kind of common theme with some of the things that I have played here today. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers first half money line. Uh, I have a bet and use them in a contest. The Los Angeles Rams against the Seattle Seahawks. I have played uh, the Detroit Lions later today, and if that continues to climb, I'll come back in on them again. And the theme, if you you know don't really sense it for myself, is playing against some of these teams that have motivation to win because I do think a lot of the times the market really overvalues like those things and really, really solidly bakes them into these numbers. If you're coming in, right, and like, for example, this Falcons game, this is a really good example of it, is Kyle Rudolph is into the end zone for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We knew that Tom Brady was going to take the field today, right? We knew that the Buccaneers were going to play some of their starters, whether it was going to be first quarter, first half, whatever it was. We knew that they were going to play. And yet the market was like all in on this to the point where, again, the Falcons closed to six-point favorites. If you're betting the Falcons pre-flop, why? When you know that the first half is going to be that way, but the market really overvalues teams that have nothing to play for or undervalues them, I guess, is the proper way to put it, and inflates these numbers where I think it behooves you as a better to actually look to play against some of these, like uh, to play on, I should say, some of these teams that don't have anything to play for. We'll, we'll get with that uh, angle coming up in a little bit with the Seattle Seahawks because that is another game that I'm involved with, but it's kind of the theme of what I am looking at in both the contest and in the actual bets that I have made a little bit later today. So uh, with that, we'll take our break. On the other side, Austin Mock is going to be with us, betting analyst for The Athletic. We'll get his thoughts on um, what we're looking at later today. And really, he's a he's a kind of a – I'm really interested to see from his perspective, the way he handicaps, the way he projects things, uh, how he handles a week like Week 18 where there are so many moving parts with availability of players, uh, playing guys for half a game and whatnot. And we'll touch on that a little bit more when we come back here on Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge, VEASAN's experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today for a special introductory price of $9.99 and get access to the best betting talent in the game. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get everything we do to make you better sports better, get it? including pro tools, pro picks, pro tips, and more. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today for only $9.99. That's $9.99, not $999. And become part of the sports betting network. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe, VSIN.com. Slash subscribe. But let's be honest, I'm so entertaining. It's worth $999. All right, let's welcome in our next guest. Uh, I laugh too, by the way, because uh, it's just going beautifully in Indianapolis. Austin Mock, nice enough to give us some time today, uh, sports modeling and uh, NFL work over at The Athletic. Austin, we appreciate the time. Uh, have you ever seen a better tank job than the Indianapolis Colts giving up a touchdown on the opening drive and then having their own special teams player strip his own guy to uh, fumble the ensuing kickoff? This is, I think, a brilliant job by Indianapolis. Yeah, it looks like they're uh, they're they're buying into the hey, let's screw Houston out of the first pick, and and Houston's like they're working into it too. They're uh, they're trying to score and win, and uh, the Bears are looking uh, pretty nice to start off the day. You know, better yep. tank job. I don't think I've ever seen one. Uh, so I wanted to ask you. Obviously, you 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 do sports modeling. And everything. What is a week like this for you? Right, like like right like as a guy who models and and everything is a, a analytically based numbers based uh, a lot of player based like how does this work for you with so many moving parts and questions of motivation and who wants to win I would assume it's kind of a chaotic week from your standpoint Yeah I kind of ask myself every final week of the regular season like what is it even worth paying attention this week maybe I should just take a week off but uh you know you got to try to do your best and a lot of it's guesswork like you know everything I think when people think modeling like oh everything you just press a button and it all works and and for some people that's how it is but for me there there is some you know what you want to count it as like five percent of my you know human human touch if you will whatever you want to call it um so you're just you know you're really trying to piece things together like you know and a lot of times when it's these teams like the giants announced basically like yeah we're not playing hard um it's the teams that you don't really get anything i'm just kind of ignoring it and like i try to put a number on the game it's just really difficult to to do, and and a lot of times I'm just like I don't I don't need to get there. There's plenty of games that mean something that I'll uh, I'll rather dive into if there's any edges there. So uh, my kind of theme, and I was talking about this right before we had you on. If you looked, you know, if I were to share all my bets with you, and I've talked about a couple of them already, the common thread is I'm actually playing on some of these teams that are playing against the teams that have something to play for. 
Because my thought process is, I think the betting market overvalues, if you want to call it motivation, if you call it the need to win, whatever it is, the market tends to, I think, freak out about some of these, right? So, for example, for me, the, the Rams catching six and a half against the Seattle Seahawks. Like, okay, yes, the Seahawks have something to play for. This is also a Seahawks team that the market deemed was one and a half point underdog on its own home field against the Jets last week. Now, the sudden, because they have to win, they're laying nearly a touchdown against a divisional opponent. Like, I think those angles, I have a Buccaneers first half money line play against the Atlanta Falcons. I think the market tends to overvalue some of these teams that either have nothing to play for, undervalue them, I should say, and overvalue the teams that have something to play for. Do you think I'm correct in thinking that? Yeah, I would lean that way. I mean, obviously, case by case basis, you can find yeah. some differences. It's much easier when, like, say the Bengals. You know, that, that's a, a good team in the top tier of the NFL that you know should roll today with something to play for. While Baltimore technically does, but not you know as nearly as much. Um, but like a team, like you said, Seattle. I'm on the Rams as well this uh, this week. I, I don't think this is like, oh yeah, the Rams. Like none of these guys on the roster want to, you know put some good stuff on tape and try to, you know, solidify their career, get another year of a contract or, or impress other teams. I, I do think we tend to, uh, I guess, overcompensate, like you said, to, to, to the teams that have something to play for. And, and, and my like whole basis on Seattle is I like, are they a team that I really want to be laying points with whether they have something to play for or not? Not really. So uh, I, I do agree. I think we, we tend to overrate it unless it's a, like a really, really top tier team in the NFL. I'm not like these big numbers, it's hard to it's hard to cover these numbers in the NFL, and if you're not a great team, I don't really want to be laying that many points. So a lot. So and, and then it kind of correlates going forward, right? So I think the Rams are going to be pretty live here against the Seattle Seahawks. I actually think there's a very good shot they could win the game outright against Seattle this week or, or earlier or later today. Thus, I have also bet the Detroit Lions in this game against the Green Bay Packers. What do you make of that matchup? Because, of course, like all my plays kind of correlate to one another, but I think the Lions, even if they don't have anything to play for, Campbell's a guy who I think motivationally-wise would get this team ready to play, but I think it correlates to the Rams having a better day today, thus probably winning it, and the Lions becoming, I guess, more live, if you will, against Green Bay. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the, the Detroit line has gotten up too high as well. Uh, Green Bay, even though they're playing well down the stretch, we're, again, laying a lot of points here. I know they're at home. I know it's outside. It's going to be cold. Um, that, that favors, you know, Rodgers more than Goff in this matchup. But uh, that is one of those things, like, I'm going to be watching the I, – I have the a Rams bet uh, today as well with you. Um, if that's looking good, uh, you know, it, I, I think you're going to see some market movement one way or the other in this game. If, the, if Seattle gets out to a big lead, I think you probably see – some more Packers money in. So I would wait if you want to hop in on the, the Lions as late as possible because I could see that going to six. That wouldn't really surprise me. Um, we saw that with uh, Baltimore, and it seemed like every time we got Cincinnati money, we got more Denver money yep. uh, this week. So uh, definitely something you have to kind of like a game theory part of it, like when you're going to get in on a team. Uh, if if that Rams-Seahawks game is going uh, Detroit's way, you're probably going to see that number come down. And if you still like Detroit and, and the Seahawks are winning, might as well wait up up until uh, you know when that game goes off and you're probably going to get the best number on the Lions. All right, let's talk about some big picture stuff then. Uh, let's say that everything plays out as uh, we would expect it in that the Buffalo Bills win this game against the New England Patriots, Cincinnati Bengals win their game against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, what the NFL did right, in terms of, okay, now a potential AFC championship game matchup between certain teams given the results would be on a neutral. As a guy who models these things, did that change anything big picture in the AFC for you, knowing that a potential neutral site could be at stake or be the uh, site for an AFC championship game between Kansas City and Baltimore, or excuse me, Cincinnati and or Buffalo? 
No, you know, I, I, I don't know if I expected it to be more, but when I ran my simulations of the season, it, it really didn't change all that much. Um, part of, you know, the Bengals, I think the team that got screwed the most was the Bills out of this, out of the first round by uh, being the biggest. Like, that means so much more to your chances of advancing than, you know, a couple, like, a couple points here in, in possibly one game. Like, it's no guarantee that any of those teams make the AFC championship game. Last year, we didn't, nobody expected the Bengals to get there. And they went the whole way to the Super Bowl. So um, I, I think the buy was the more important thing there. I think you know Kansas City benefited from that. Uh, but I don't, the, you know, I think that was a fair a fair way of doing it in a way. Uh, but I don't think it's as big as a, a talking point and, and a biggest swing and win percentages as people think. Because again, these teams aren't guaranteed to get there. Um, two of them are going to have to run into each other beforehand uh, anyway. So again, a couple points here. The bigger thing for me was Kansas City. Basically, they didn't lock themselves into the lot uh, to the buy because they still had to beat the Raiders. But you know, they they were almost double digit favorites in that game, so that was very likely. Yeah, it's funny. I was having this conversation with somebody earlier this week, and that was my thought too. Was like, okay, we could talk about the AC Championship game in a neutral, and everybody being like, well, you know, the Chiefs could have hosted it. Who cares? It's more important to lock yourself into the second round and only have to win one game against a much lesser opponent in the divisional round as it would be being active every single weekend of the postseason and having a chance to lose each one of those games. Yeah, I mean, the NFL is so close. Like, even when you're playing a team that is not very good, you're like, you have like maybe the greatest, like, I'm trying to think of like the biggest money line of the season. I'm trying to think what that, uh, I don't have it in front of me, what the, the Eagles are today. But like, it's not like you're 100% to win any of those games. And that's obviously not going to happen in the first round of the playoffs. So the, the, the 100% advance with the bye is so much more important than, than getting, you know, two, three extra points in a, in a game against, uh, you know, a good team uh, in the AFC championship game that you might not even get to, like mm-hmm. I said. So, yeah, the buy is the, the important thing there. Yeah, your point, Eagles of money line price, 1400 For those watching, listening, uh, implied probability of 93.3%. You still got a chance to lose the game, even if you are a 16.5-point <laughs> favorite, right? Oh, man. All right, Austin, hey, before we get you out of here, you know, we've kind of covered uh, almost every single one of these games, but we didn't hit Dallas, Washington, or New York, Philadelphia. It's kind of the same process here with New York and Philly. Is the market getting too crazy here with 16 and a half, just given the fact that I think the possibility, too, is, I mean, if they're up enough, why would you risk Hurts anymore, right? They're going to pull them at some point. Yeah, and that's how that's how you get with a lot of these games is you're up 14 and you're the Eagles, you're good. Like yep. you just want to sit on this. And and, and exactly what you said, Hertz has been banged up. They've been banged up in general. They have a lot of guys that might be they might be looking, "Hey, we're up 14. Let's uh take it easy here, maybe get some extra reps on defense whatever it is." So, the back door I think is always open in those games. So, I'm with you. That's one of those ones that's tough. Like I think Dallas is laying too many points. I think that number comes down if uh, you know, how things look as we I guess it won't be. It'll be live, but we could see Dallas pulling people off the field if the Eagles go up seventeen nothing in that game. So, uh, just something to look if you're looking to get in live. But uh, yeah, I think the Eagles are. I think that number is a little rich at uh, sixteen and a half right now. A mock four one nine up on Twitter. Austin Mock does work for the Athletic. Austin, it's always good to talk to you, man. Thank you very much today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the. Hopefully, we get Rams win so we make that Sunday night game. That's right. Me and you both were in. I like it, buddy. Yep. Thank you. Uh, all right. Hey, real quick scoring update. Does look like the New England Patriots are into the end zone. There were, co- I think it's a Jacoby Myers catch. Uh, that does look like a catch. Gets both feet down. So we'll see if that is confirmed. Uh, the two refs did, of course, meet and talk about it and ruled it a touchdown. That's the important part. So we'll see if that's official. And we'll give you updates on everything, including what are the Colts doing? They got a goal to go possession here. Come on, man. Lose. That's the important thing for the Indianapolis Colts. 
scoreboard update, and Ian McMillan joins us when we come back. Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSEN.com. I don't know what that was. Current betting splits data is up there, though. You want to know where the money and bets move in every game? Over at DraftKings, betting splits page updated every 10 minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets more. Check it out not just for today, but future events as well. VSEN.com is where you can find it. I'm trying to make you smarter, better. So check it out today up at VSEN.com. All right, the Atlanta Falcons are into the end zone. Desmond Ritter extends the play, rolls out to his right, and tosses it into the end zone for Pruitt. That is a touchdown for the Atlanta Falcons. Extra point coming, a 7-6 contest. With that, it is a uh, natural jumping-off point to welcome in Ian McMillan, senior editor, bet-sided, and Falcons fan. Ian, I need your Falcons to lose this first half. That's all I need. Uh, I would very much appreciate them trailing at halftime considering where my allegiances lie for this first half. Can I get that here today? I sure hope so. I'll also be kind of hoping that's the case, too. I took Buccaneers in the points in this one just because I knew the Buccaneers uh, playing their starters for at least a half. I figured that was enough to at least keep it close with Atlanta. So kind of my hope was heading into this game uh, that if the Buccaneers can get off to a halftime lead, uh, maybe we might see. I mean, we'll obviously have to see what the halftime uh, lines are, but then obviously uh, might be a chance for a middle and taking the Falcons heading in the second half if the Buccaneers do end up sitting the starters. So it'll be interesting to see what the lines will be set at at halftime, but it will certainly help me if the Buccaneers can, can get off to a first-half lead here. A couple of score updates very quickly for our audience. First off, the Patriots touchdown was officially official. Bills down to a 6.5-point favorite, total of 51.5, going back to what we talked about, right, which is opening uh, return kickoff for a touchdown. A little bit wonky, probably not sustainable. 14.5, the number peaked. You grabbed it, and now you're sitting at 14.5 and aligned at a 6.5. And um, the Cincinnati Bengals, 10 nothing lead over Baltimore, 17.5 in-game with a total of 40.5. And, and last but not least, Saints, 7, Panthers, nothing, 7.5 the spread in favor of New Orleans, 40.5 the total there. Actually, I lied. That is not the last one, but we don't have an updated number yet. But the Colts did get into the end zone. It is a 10-7 lead for the Houston Texans. All right, Ian. Uh, Let's go to some of the later games. You and I do share a play here, so I want to get your thoughts. I always love, I was just telling Elliot, love to get people on who are really smart and agree with me. Uh, Give me your analysis on the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Number right now for our audience, five with a total of 42 or 41 and a half. Yeah, I got the Rams here. Uh, I got them at six and a half. I see it's down to five and a half, it looks like. Uh, but I expected the Rams, uh, you know, in the second half of the season when they're kind of out of it to just kind of throw in the towel. But uh, this Rams team just refuses to give up. I know they kind of got blown out a little bit by the Chargers last week. But some of these teams you see, especially in the last week of the season, that they're just going to throw in the towel and kind of roll over. It hasn't been the case for the Rams uh, over the past few weeks whatsoever. Actually, if you look at... Uh, net yards per play, which is one of my favorite jumping off points when handicapping games, which is simply uh, the amount of yards gained per play on offense, subtracted from the amount of yards given up per play on defense. 22nd in the NFL over their last three games, the Rams are. Now, that might not seem like a great number, but the Seattle Seahawks, uh, 25th. So actually right. wor- rank worse than the Rams in that stat. Uh, the Seahawks have just kind of...
wouldn't be surprised if the Rams actually win this game outright and just kind of rain on Seattle's parade here. But I'll, I'll, I like I said, I got it at six and a half. I'd still take it at the five and a half number uh, that's posted today. No, 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 no. The Seahawks will all of a sudden become good at run defense because they need <laughs> to win this game. I think that's yes. the way this thing works, right? <laughs> that's right. Uh, yes. All right. Let's go to another matchup. Um, I know you have a couple more, but I want to get your thoughts because this is starting to move and we're starting to see a six now appear on the screen. So I tend to, Ian, kind of look. Uh, like in, in these scenarios where the market's freaking out, right? Where it's a either a team that is playing against one that doesn't have anything to play for, a team that is resting its starters, all these. Like, for example, the Denver Broncos are now up to six-point favorites over the Los Angeles Chargers. At what point does that become too much? Because i got to tell you, as sixes start to appear more frequently, I will probably find myself on the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I think now is too much. I think I'm right. going to have to jump on the Chargers. Overall, in the, on that game, I'm on the under just because who knows what's going to happen in Week 18. I'll just ride the uh, what the Broncos have done all season, which is cash unders. But now that the spread's up to six, uh, I'm with you, man. Just kind of sometimes you have to just underreact to these kinds of news and to these kinds of movements. At this point, six is, uh, I think, it, it's a little bit too big. How nice would it be if it got up to that magic number of seven? Probably not going to get up there, though. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, this has now become too big of an overreaction. I think you have to zig when everyone else is zagging. Yep, and uh, right now, five and a half is the predominant number, but as we're speaking, uh, two other sixes appear on the screen, five and a halfs are starting to flash, so this thing is moving as we speak, so either more information, we'll see if anything, Elliot, if you can look, maybe, I don't know, something else came down, uh, but those sixes are starting to flash pretty frequently. Still one four and a half out there, but uh, I do think it's a little too much even at that point, so six, six and a half, I'm in. I'm a Chargers fan later today. All right, let's go to a matchup that I know that you do have uh, up on your um, up on your betting sheet and a ticket on. Commanders, walk me through this one, catching seven and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, week 18 is always crazy. Uh, it's uh, I think it's one of the hardest betting slates to bet on the entire sports betting calendar here. And I'm going to take the points with the commanders with it being over that magic number of seven. And it's a big reason why is because the Cowboys defense, uh, which was an elite unit, a top three, top five unit all season, has all of a sudden not been that the past few weeks. And that's a big red flag for me if they want to try to win with margin in this game. You look at opponent yards per play over their last three games given up 6.2 yards per play that's 29th in the nfl and their pass rush which was the best in the nfl for a large part of the season they've only got a sack on 2.42 percent of their opponent dropbacks over that stretch too uh which is also 29th in the nfl over their last three games so uh the cowboys defense not what we're used to seeing from them and that's a big enough red flag uh that i'm going to go with the commanders here i believe sam howell's starting for them he can't be worse than Carson Wentz. Uh, so Cowboys should still win this game, but with it being over that magic number of seven, there's enough red flags on Dallas that are going to go the other way and take the points. Uh, the uh, Atlanta Falcons have just recovered a fumble. Uh, Chris Godwin with the fumble here. That matters for, uh, I think, one reason at least. For those who don't remember, Chris Godwin was the one who fumbled the ball in the opening drive for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week against the Carolina Panthers. So fumble issues for Godwin over the last two weeks. So Falcons are going to take over here as they recover that fumble and get it in plus territory. Uh, all right, let's go to a couple of these others. Let's go, for example, uh, I got to tell you, Ian, I think I'm going to be sweating out the Giants take, catching like 16 and a half against the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Uh, we'll see if it gets to 17, but again, kind of going with this theme. I know it sounds like I'm repeating myself, but like the market really overvalued these situations. And why in the world, if you're Nick Sirianni or anybody else, would you have anybody of importance in this game if you're up near 16 points uh, in the fourth quarter or so? I, this is a wide-open backdoor situation. It's a market overvaluing everything. I think the Giants are very live here catching that big number. 
Yeah, I think you nailed it. Now, I will say I am on the Eagles, but I got them at 14, which was the highest number I was willing to take the Eagles. So at the current number now, I'd probably go the Giants because of that exact thing that you said, and that's that backdoor cover. If the Eagles get up big, which I expect them to do because the Giants, it looks like they're starting uh, most of their key starters, and the Giants certainly aren't a deep team. So uh, already their starters, in my opinion, aren't great. Might be the worst playoff team, but uh, if they're going to bench a lot of their starters, their backups are going to be even worse. Probably guys who would be third stringers on a lot of teams. But... Uh, now, if it's up uh, to 16, 16 and a half, I mean, that back door will be wide open if the Eagles then go ahead and bench their starters in the second half. So it's certainly a tricky game. Uh, I'm on Eagles minus 14 at the current number. It's just that's there's just too many opportunities for backdoor cover once it gets above two touchdowns. Uh, so at the current number, I take Giants. Let's go to Sunday night. Uh, what's your read on Lions and Packers? I kind of play this correlated, right? Like I have a bet on the Rams. I actually think the Rams have a good, pretty good shot at winning this thing outright. So I do have a bet on the Lions as well, uh, but I don't think you're going side here, right? No, I'm going total. I, I This is might be my favorite bet of the entire day here because these two defenses, I don't think they deserve having uh, a total in the 40s, still at 49 and a half what I'm seeing. Opponent yards per play, Packers 29th in the NFL, uh, Lions dead last. So already you're just talking about the other teams moving the ball down the field. They're bottom four in the NFL. Uh, and what I will say one big strength for the Lions this season that I don't think en enough people are talking about is how good they are offensively in the red zone. Fourth in red zone touchdown scoring percentage, scoring a touchdown on 68.25% of the red zone trips. Obviously, if you want an over to hit, we know that we need those red zone trips to result in touchdowns, not field goals. So that's a big uh, check mark for the over as well. So I don't I don't really know, obviously, what's going to happen with the Lions motivation, depending on the Seahawks Rams outcome. Uh, but what I do know is I think we're going to see a lot of points in this one. So I love the over. We've seen enough low scoring primetime games this yeah. season. Let's finish off with a high scoring one. Ian McMillan again, or you can find him on Twitter at Ian MacBets. And of course, senior editor, Bet Sided. Ian, it's always good to talk to you, man. Thank you very much for the time. And uh, good luck to your Falcons in the second half. I'd like them to lose this first half. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care and uh, best luck. Best luck with your bets. Today. You got it, man. Thank you. Uh, so, Elliot, you bring up a great point. So, you know, I, I asked Elliot if he could look this up in terms of maybe there's some news coming down. So, as Elliot points out in the text, uh, Broncos move probably reaction to the Bengals being up 10 on the Ravens. Like, we didn't know the Ravens weren't resting their starters, right? And, like, didn't really care. But now that they're up 10, like, oh, boy, let's move this thing another point. Like, that's – this is kind of what I'm talking about, right? Like, every single time, like, a, moving a line a point – because a team that is resting their starters is down 10 because of the scenario for the charge. I just don't really understand it, um, but we'll see if it actually uh, plays out. All right, we'll take our break. On the other side, uh, let's get you score updates. Patriots being really competitive here with the Buffalo Bills are at a 7-all tie, 58 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Mention the score there for the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll give you the update on the Tank Bowl and more as we are looking at the scoreboard in the NFL. Week 18, final week of the regular season is here. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs in any pro football team. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion and then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any pro football game. If you miss only one leg of your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as uh, non-withdrawable site credits. Uh, free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. That's what I get with uh, trying to watch TV while I'm supposed to be reading something. So, All right. The Buffalo Bills... Did convert a third and seven. They have a goal-to-go situation here against the New England Patriots. This thing is knotted up at seven apiece. So with uh, 14, 17 left to go, they are into the end zone. I believe that's Dawson Knox with the touchdown reception. So that is going to be now a 13-7 lead with the extra point coming for Buffalo. Again, the Bills playing starters for a reason. Uh, they need to win to at least uh, clinch, if you will, a uh, neutral site AFC championship game, should it happen against the Kansas City Chiefs. So that is uh, plenty of motivation. You're playing to essentially, if you make it that far, avoid a trip to Arrowhead um, later in the postseason. I would argue home field's not really worth that much, and really the motivation is to play on a great neutral site like, I don't know, Las Vegas or anywhere else that will be indoors and you don't have to deal with inclement weather so your offense can thrive. Uh, But that's just me. So either way, that's the motivation for Buffalo right now up 14-7 with that extra point. Good. 
Uh, let's go around the scoreboard really quickly, and then we can take uh, one more look. We haven't really hit on everything when it comes to these later games in the NFL today. I want to go to Minnesota and Chicago. Where's my whoosh sound? Can we get the whoosh sound? Can we get that back? Uh, all right. Uh, thank you very much. That that wasn't I, that sounded really demanding, guys. That wasn't like a super like you know, give me my whoosh sound. But you know, uh, we had it last week. It was a great addition to the show. Um, Minnesota, Chicago. So right now, this is a six nothing lead for the Minnesota Vikings. They are a sixteen and a half point favorite in game with a total of forty and a half up on my screen. Uh, bringing this up though, because it looks like Dalvin Cook is being evaluated for a knee injury. So we'll see what this means for Minnesota as we move forward. Uh, that obviously matters because he's a really good running back. But also, if it makes you, as Minnesota and its staff, a little gun-shy of like, all right, look, like, yes, we're playing, but more than likely we're getting the three seed. If we win this, we need a lot of stuff to happen in front of us. I would assume the leash is somewhat short here when it comes to the starters now for Minnesota, but we'll see if that's going uh, – we'll see if that is the case. Minnesota does have a second and goal right now uh, with about 9.22 left to go in the second, and uh, they are into the end zone for a touchdown. That's Alexander Madison. It is. Uh, let's go to Indianapolis – where it does look like Davis Mills and the Houston Texans have coughed up the ball. Uh, right now, uh, it does seem that the Texans are jogging off dejectedly. That is a lost fumble for the Houston Texans. Colts recover, return it upfield. So they're not going to be in plus territory, but Indianapolis is going to take over down 10-7 against the Houston Texans. couple of notes here. First off, in-game, Colts now a favorite again. Two and a half the spread with a total of 44 and a half. Also matters because... We are tracking uh, Circa Survivor and the end of this thing, the enemy within, who, by the way, is actually behind me here, uh, sitting here watching the game with Derek Stevens and uh, everybody else, um, has the Indianapolis Colts. So to lock in their share of this pool, that's uh, Browna, Brown A. Uh, is it Browna? Brown A? Whatever it is. Uh, regardless, had the Jags, who won yesterday. So they are into the money. We'll see what happens later today with Jed, who has the Seattle Seahawks. But the enemy within has the Indianapolis Colts. Looking to get into this uh, prize pool with Brown A, Brown A. We'll see if they can hold on or maybe take a lead. Obviously, hold on. you got to hold on to have a lead. Um, regardless, we'll see if the Colts can take a lead here. We, being Elliot and myself, are hoping that the Indianapolis Colts do not. But we don't have as much at stake <laughs> as uh, the Circa Survivor entrant. We go from there. We'll go next on the board to Miami. We haven't really hit on this game at all. Uh, the Dolphins and the Jets. This is a scoreless tie, shockingly enough. Uh, between Miami and New York. Dolphins right now, three-and-a-half-point favorite with about 11 minutes left to go. Live total all the way down to 27-and-a-half. To give you some updates, at least in terms of statistics, even though it doesn't seem as a scoreless game, uh, that there is much to glean from this ma matchup between Joe Flacco and Skylar Thompson. Uh, right now, if you're looking at it, from a total yardage standpoint, Jets have nothing going on here. 14 total yards, 2.9 yards per play so far for the New York Jets. One of four on third down. And I, I think I missed that. Two of first downs total. Not like Miami's doing much better. Uh, five total first downs for Miami. But, and I think I missed, I'm sorry. I think I said 14 total yards. My dyslexia is kicking in. 41 total yards for the New York Jets. 105 uh, total yards for the Miami Dolphins at this point. They are averaging five yards per play. So they do have the slight advantage, at least it comes when it comes to consistent offense. Jets did just miss the field goal. They got the ball. They went six plays, 18 yards. Uh, had the ball, of course, at the 45-yard line of uh, their own 45-yard line. Did basically nothing with it in the missed field goal from there. And, you know, if you go back for Skylar Thompson, so this does seem somewhat similar. If you go back to the Miami Dolphins matchup with the Minnesota Vikings, you know, that's like months ago now, 
where Skylar Thompson was in that game, there was a lot in that matchup where they were moving the ball but ultimately fell short in a lot of instances, whether it was missed field goals or, right, there was a ridiculous sequence where it was like a sack, false start, and a bunch of dumb stuff that ultimately ended with like a fourth and 72 or, you know, I'm being, you know, exaggerating a little bit. But regardless, the point is, Skylar Thompson has shown the ability to move the ball, uh, just not the ability to finish off some of these drives when he is leading this offense. You have seen little flashes of that here for the Miami Dolphins. So we'll see if that is going to be the uh, the case. Did Sam Ellinger just cough this? And what happened? Oh boy, I just got some great news in my ear. It looks like we have a defensive touchdown for the Houston Texans. A 16-7 lead right now with the extra point coming. 10:30 left to go in the second. I cannot wait to watch what this replay is bringing. This is joy right here. It's exactly what Indianapolis needs. They're doing this really well, right? Like really subtly, having your own teammate strip uh, strip his own teammate on the special teams play, and then having Sam Ellinger. What did he? What happened? Oh boy, he threw an interception to a defensive lineman, and that was returned for a touchdown. It's going well for the Indianapolis Colts, and I mean that wholeheartedly. It is going very well for the Indianapolis Colts. 16-7, extra point coming. That thing's going to stand. No chance of that thing coming back, coming off the board. So we'll give you an in-game update as the Houston Texans are back on the board and up again by 10, 17-7 as the extra point is good. Let's go to Cincinnati. Third and 13 for the Baltimore Ravens right now, and they're going to get pretty close here. They're going to have about a fourth and one and a half, we'll call it, on their, let's call it the Bengals' 28-yard uh, line. I would assume Baltimore's going to go for it. Nothing really going on here. You've rested everybody. There's no need to kick a field goal when you're down 17 points. Uh, go for it. It's the smart way, uh, smart play here. We'll see if they ultimately choose to do so. Cincinnati, as we know, playing to avoid the coin flip in this scenario with the Baltimore Ravens with a nice solid lead of 17 points. Uh, we will see if uh, they can hold on to that. And from an in-game standpoint in this matchup here over at BetMGM, you just saw it, but for those who are listening around the country and or um, – you know, digitally, in-game number here for the Cincinnati Bengals. I've got on my screen, what do we got? 23.5 with a total of 43.5, and and it does not look like the Baltimore Ravens are going to get this. We move from there to Atlanta. Big third and 10 here for my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've got a first-half money line play on the Bucs. they got a third and 10, and they're not going to get it. This is going to be about a fourth and one. Uh, Godwin steps out right about a yard short of the first down. That's probably about a half yard. So this is going to be it's going to be listed as a fourth and one. This is like a fourth and a half. Um, again, Buccaneers in this trailing 10-7. Money line in game two, minus 225. They're going to line up to go for it here, which they rightfully should. Again, there's nothing at stake. You're working on your offense. You're working on short yarded situations and a lot of different things. I would think that's going to be something um, easily decided for this Buccaneers staff. Timeout's called, so 10-7 again. Buccaneers up on top. They called their second timeout. 8.46 left to go here in the second. Well, it looks like a somewhat low-scoring affair, so I need this. This is a very important decision for me, but not like a tie, like a victory. It doesn't look like Tom Brady is coming off of the field, so that's somewhat important. Let's go to Chicago. 13-0, the lead for the Minnesota Vikings in this game. We saw Madison go into the end zone a little bit earlier. To give you an update from a score perspective and an in-game standpoint right now, the Chicago Bears catching 17.5 in-game total off the board. So once we get that, we will give it to you. But Vikings up 17.5, and I would, or excuse me, 17.5 point favorite. And I would assume at some point we are talking about uh, starters being pulled in this game relatively quickly, or at least those who are still out there for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we go from there. We've got this fourth and one coming up here for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So... I'm going to wait. I'm not going to watch in silence. I'll tell you that much. You know, as a good host, I will not watch in silence. I'll, I'll fill you in on what happens. Uh, but 
Very big play, and they are going to convert this fourth and one on a pitch play. We're going to have a first and goal from the five, although we have multiple flags now. And given the fact that it was a pitch play to the outside, more like more than likely it's going to be a hold. Tom Brady's jogging off the field, and I'm probably going to get a field goal attempt here as opposed to, yes, of course. All right, so more than likely we're going to have a uh, field goal attempt coming up for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, last update before we get you out of here, uh, just really quickly, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Steelers had a goal-to-go possession, but ultimately lost a fumble on it. So right now, in-game totals down to 26.5. Steelers are a 2.5-point favorite. Deshaun Watson on a third and 10, running around for his life, and it looks like he is going to... Ooh, might convert that. We'll see if he gets his feet down, but there's also a flag on the play. Come back, second hour of Live Bet Sunday. Take a look at some of the later games as well. Tell you if this Buccaneers field goal is good or not. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.